and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. I'm so glad you're listening today. This week, I'm exploring the history of a word that started out as the name of a star. It's a famous star, practically the Marilyn Monroe of the skies, although I doubt I could locate it. I've always been terrible at constellations, and Orion is the only one that I can identify with any reliability. And I don't do a lot of stargazing, per se. And summer is usually my stargazing uh, period of the year. Uh, It's not the best time in the Northern Hemisphere. Evidently, winter is better for seeing stars and meteors and all that kind of stuff, but winter around here is cold. So I've bookmarked a couple of upcoming events in the heavens, and if you live in the the Northern Hemisphere or around Massachusetts, you might be interested in the full strawberry moon on June 14th, and meteor showers involving the Delta Aquarids on July 28 and 29 this year, 2022. Enjoy the show. Today's lovely word is sinusure. In my mind's canopy, it inhabits the galaxy of beautiful words starting with CY. Cylinder, signet, symbol, cyclist, cynical, cypress, cyanide, cyclone. I chanced upon Sinusure again this week in Thomas Carlyle's The French Revolution, a history. Carlyle is describing Marie Antoinette. Meanwhile, the fair young queen in her halls of state walks like a goddess of beauty, the Sinusure of all eyes. This definition, which is a center of attraction or attention, seems to be the most dominant in present-day use. Some of the number of online dictionaries don't even provide other connotations. However, this word has a rich history. Sinusure originally referred to a seven-starred constellation that the ancient Greeks thought looked like a dog's tail. Dog is kuon, I'm probably mispronouncing, and tail is ura, which led to the name Kynosura. Other cultures also drew pictures in the night sky and paid special attention to this group of stars, since it contained the North Star, which is essential to a lot of early navigation systems. The Romans called it Ursa Minor, or Little Bear. My elementary school teachers called it the Little Dipper. It's all in how you connect the dots. My original thoughts on reading the Carlisle phrase were to wonder what it would be like to be the sinusure of all eyes. Probably uncomfortable. All eyes is too many. Then I wondered whether I could be brave enough to use the word in a real-life conversation. That prospect would be a bit daunting. I wasn't exactly sure even how to pronounce this word. In a state where there are lots of people who went to Harvard, or could have gone to Harvard but decided on MIT or the Sorbonne instead, or who've taken a course at the Harvard Extension School, mispronouncing a $10 word like sinusure can generate a side eye. Also, 
My beautiful words are even more lovely if I can feel secure while I'm saying them. So I turned to the internet, where there were many recordings and phonetic guides. My biggest uncertainties were with the first syllable, the C-Y-N. N would be straightforward, I figured, but would the C be soft, as in Cindy, or hard, as in cake? Well, even the experts seemed to differ about how to pronounce the C in lots of Greco-Roman words, especially contentious seemed to be words with multiple Cs, such as Circe and Cicero. Was the Y long, as in xylophone, or short, as in gymnasium? A couple of sites advocated the hard C, but the vast majority of phonetic and recorded examples used soft C. The long Y and short Y split about 50-50. <laughs> then there were divergences regarding which of the three syllables to accent, how to pronounce the O as a uh or O, uh-oh, uh indeed, and where between S and Z to start the final syllable, sure or jure. Sinosure, 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 kinosure. Ultimately, I decided on sinosure, side eyes be damned. The word kinosura made its way through Latin, sinosura, and French, sinosure, and then into English. The English mariners who navigated the North Star by the North Star, began to use sinusure to refer to both constellation and star. That usage is still valid today, in which case be sure to capitalize the C. Then the navigational use pushed, pushed the word in a metaphorical direction. Sinusure became a word for guiding object or principle, then moved a bit sideways to extend to something or someone that grabs attention. It's so wonderful how language does that, going from seven stars glimmering in the sky to a glowing but doomed princess. Thanks so much for listening. So I was drawn to the word sinusure because of its aesthetics. For me, that's the way the word looks on the page as well as the way it sounds. And I'm partial to those CY words, cylinder being my favorite word um, for aesthetic purposes. And usually uh, the second I uh, start to pay attention or notice a word, it, I run into it everywhere that as one of those pattern seeking things and what's interesting uh is that that did not happen with sinusure i wrote that essay a year ago and have only noticed that word in a couple of old poems that i read which is too bad and i did use the word in a conversation with my husband dave but i wimped out on trying it out in public let's bring sinusure back so what word uh, do you think is the most beautiful word that you know? I'd love to have more to add to my collection of beautiful words. You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. If you'd like to support this show, that would be awesome. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well.